0: team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: Spring training is a few weeks away, but of course there was a big announcement this week in Major League Baseball. The Hall of Famers were introduced for the class of 2017, and there was a Rockies player who of course didn't make it, but... Um, got a little bit more support, so let's talk about that with Thomas Harding. I'm Allison Footer. Thomas, Larry Walker, um, the people who think he is a Hall of Famer are adamantly insistent that he is a Hall of Famer. Most people, judging from the 21.9% of the votes that he got, do not think he's a Hall of Famer. Um, So tell me, is he a Hall of Famer?
2: I'll tell you what, he was a Hall of Fame talent that I watched. Um, During his career, he did miss some time with injury, and I think. I can understand that being held somewhat against him. The chorus field thing, I think, is just pushed too far against him, I believe. I mean, there are a lot of people, whether they're pitchers pitching in Dodger Stadium or hitters at uh, at Yankee Stadium or Fenway Park that don't get the same scrutiny that a Rockies player does. Um, the sabermetric community, they've looked at this, the advanced stats, and he adds up to a Hall of Famer, and even not even the advanced stats. I mean, he falls right in line with the people who've been inducted into the Hall of Fame. So uh, on, on the quality of his work, he is a Hall of Famer to me. Yeah, I,
1: I, I'm kind of on the fence. Also, um, with just being skeptical, like most of the voters, and I do think that I always I always felt like he was more of a, a course Field kind of hitter. But certainly, I mean, I, there's a lot of guys. I mean, there's a ton of players that really had these fantastic careers. I mean, I'm just stunned that Jeff Kent is not getting more just more support. I'm not saying like he should be voted into the Hall of Fame, but his numbers are like in the teens. And Billy Wagner is another one. Um, and maybe it's because the ballot is too crowded, but it just seems like these are guys that should be getting a couple more check marks than they are. Are you surprised
2: at some of these low percentages that some of these guys are getting? I don't know that I'm completely surprised, because whenever surefire Hall of Famers go onto the ballot, a lot of those players that people think about about tend to drop. When Pudge Rodriguez, for example, went on the ballot, a lot of guys weren't um, going to get votes because people are like, we've got to get Pudge on there. And I think when late in Tim Raines' time. I mean, you know, Tim Raines, What it was his last chance, people. We're going to vote Tim Tim Raines. And these players that people need to look at and say, Hall of Famer, not a Hall of Famer, I think those are the guys who are hurt by it. I look at Fred McGriff be down as low as he was down on the ballot. Um, I think Larry Walker falls into somewhat that category, except for the Coors Field prejudice against him, that I think is the problem with it is the industry hasn't figured out exactly what course Field means, because you look at it, and a lot of hitters do have home road splits. A lot of hitters, like I say, the ones at Fenway Park where you're hitting the ball off the monster, fly balls to the warding track anywhere else, are doubles there, and you don't hear that as much with them, or the pop-ups in Yankee Stadium, they'd end up home runs. So I I, I think that Walker is hurt by that type of thing, but a lot of the guys that don't have a steroids um question hanging over him. It seems like all the buzz that other guys get takes away from their attempts to make the Hall of Fame. By the way, I want to say, too, that Mike Nicena to me, should be a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of that sentiment and that he should be trending in the right direction coming up soon here. It, it's a little surprising that he's... It's it's kind of surprising to me that he's not already in, but right. um, would you anticipate... I guess you pretty much feel like it's coming for him then.
2: I do feel like it's coming for him, and I hope it comes for Edgar Martinez, too. I mean, there, yes. there has been that uh, kind of prejudice against designated hitters, just like against closers. I mean, that's why Trevor Hoffman didn't get in on the first ballot and what I'm hoping that happens with um, Billy Wagner is that he picks up steam as the years go by kind of like Goose Gossage did. I don't. I, I hope it's not like Lee Smith where Lee Smith, not only did he have a whole lot of saves, but he had a lot of two-inning saves that, that other guys just don't have and he's got no steam whatsoever. So what I'm hoping is that as the um, years go by Billy Wagner, who's from Virginia, not far from where I grew up in West Virginia. So, you know, he's kind of a homeboy mm-hmm. to me. I, I I would hope that he would be a Hall of Famer. And since I'm kind of spinning it off here, Billy Wagner, what what a great story. A guy who was a football player a quarterback, threw right, right-handed, broke his arm, and taught himself to throw left-handed and became one of the greatest closers ever. I know. He not only did he break his arm, he broke
1: his arm like twice
2: in the same wow. spot.
1: And the same kid broke it. And, uh, and after that second time, he said, okay, that's it. I'm gonna." And, yeah, most people might be able to, like, learn how to write with their left hand, possibly maybe throw a ball with their left hand. He ends up being able to teach himself how to throw 100 miles an hour to a pinpoint target that's the size of a quarter. Mind-boggling. And he said he can't even write. He can't pick up a pencil with his left hand. He can't do anything except throw wow. a baseball
2: with his left hand. That's it's amazing. That, that is an amazing story that late in life. Like there are the, the players who um, write and do everything left-handed and also throw right-handed. Brooks Robinson being chief among those. If you see Brooks Robinson at an autograph show, he's signing everything left-handed. He did everything left-handed except for throw a baseball. And that, that had something to do, I believe, with his great glove hand. Yeah, Craig Vigio also, another guy that writes left-handed.
1: And um, Wow. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand the abilities of these guys, but when people, when I try to explain, like, that's kind of what makes them a little bit superhuman are the ridiculous things like that, that they're just able to, to do things, like, with the opposite hand that uh, that most of us could not really even fathom. Okay, moving on. Just one little ticky-tacky thing that we need to go over with the Rockies roster, and that is that they signed an infield utility man, Alexi Amarista. So just briefly tell us what he might be able to contribute to the Rockies this
2: year. Well, Amarista played for the... Angels and the Padres when Bud Black was there, so Bud Black knows him, um, he w- he had an opportunity to become the shortstop. It just didn't happen, but he proved he could also go out to the outfield. So you, you have a left-handed bat who can play shortstop, play center field, um, so that really protects you with injuries. And if you look at the Rockies, more and more they're going to multi-position players. I mean, the Ian Desmond thing at first base, that... That, that is classic. I mean, you're signing a guy five years and 70000000 million. You're going to put him at first base. Who knows what will happen over the life of that contract. He could be in the middle of the infield or somewhere in the outfield by the end of it. So Amorista gives you another guy that can play multiple positions, and I know that's important to the general manager, Jeff Breidich. The other thing with him, too, is the Rockies have tended not to have that speedster on the bench, not since Eric Young Jr. was on that team. Have they had a guy that you could go to late in a game where you really need that base runner. So it could work out that way. With the Rockies, they have to have multi-position players because they tend to carry one more pitcher than other teams. So we'll see how it works. Now, Amarista has not hit really over the course of his career. And uh, when you talk to the people back in Venezuela where he's from, He's hit 300 most years in that league, and they say there is power there. It hasn't translated to the majors. It was there a little bit in the minors. So uh, maybe this will be an attempt, uh, a, a good chance for him to find the offensive production that he didn't have in San Diego.
1: Okay, good stuff. All right, Thomas, thank you so much. Talk to you soon.
0: blackout and other restrictions apply visit mlb.tv for details
3: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better